Hey guys, it's Simon, and today I have the extra special pleasure of welcoming you to episode 10 of Learning from Humanity with Simon Funk, The Old and the Bold. This is a milestone for me. It's 10% of my the way to my goal of 100 episodes, so I'm pretty pumped about this. I was also pumped about the person I got to talk to, Kate Waddell. Kate's done some pretty cool things, like biking around New Zealand and backpacking Europe, but that wasn't what made our conversation interesting. That was taken care of by Kate's unique approach to life. A few of her thoughts that struck me are that you can always go back and try again. To live well is to search for and create beautiful things. That we ought to walk lightly through life. And that the little moments often make the biggest differences. I repeatedly found myself rethinking the way that I approached life as we talked, just as I believe you will. I hope you enjoy our conversation as much as I did. Without further ado, Kate Waddell. Kate, what do you think living well looks like? I think living well means you look for beautiful things and you try and make beautiful things. I think Hmm. that could look so many different ways, like depending on the person. Mm -hmm. I think that's maybe like one of the most beautiful things is the diversity that is within the spectrum of a good life or living well. Hmm. And like, yeah, I think for me... Especially after cooking on the boat, like, I find, like, there's just so much, yeah, just, like, truth and, like, beauty and, like, making things Hmm. and, like, taking time and, like, really small things to make beauty or, like, recognizing beauty in other people. Mm -hmm. And it'd make your life a whole lot better, too, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, taking care of the physical and, like, it, like, transfers to, like, the emotional and the spiritual. Hmm. Yeah. Very cool. Mm Mm-hmm. So, speaking about beautiful things do you have any favorite pieces of art that you come back to favorite pieces of art it could be a book but i saw this this is my favorite question i was trying to think about it and i think a lot of it is like the art in my grandma's house she's like um she's like a really fancy lady from montreal and has all this beautiful clothes and she was like a nurse Mm -hmm. and she like has like a couple really great art pieces one of my favorite is like it's like red with this like purple almost like spray paint or like block stencil of an old russian lady hmm. three of them it's a triptych with her, with like hoods up and there's like these old wrinkles huh. and i don't know i remember looking at it as a little kid and loving it and looking at it now and loving it and hmm. i don't know like what it is specifically but i don't know there's like some kind of like hmm. power in these old wrinkly russian ladies and i think she, i remember her telling me the story about it apparently I don't really, I should look it up, but apparently there's this thing in this Montreal where there's all these old Russian ladies in um, some kind of, like, demonstration walk down, like, just, like, naked with, like, headscarves on. <laughs> I, like, I don't know if that's, like, a memory I made up, her telling me, or <laughs> that actually happened, but I kind of want to know. <laughs> 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 She has this other one. I think these are all, like, weird, like, childhood intertwinements, but she has this other one where it's, like, this little cabin in the woods, and there's this little person in a red cro- in a red jacket cross-country skiing, and in hmm. my mind, it was always my grandma cross-country skiing, and it's, like, fall colors. Yeah, oh, I really cool. like those ones. <laughs> I yeah. imagined, though, as soon as you said cross-country skiing, I thought about, like, Little Red Riding Hood yeah. getting away from the big bad wolf. Yeah. It's Super like, speed, right? It was always my grandma. 
<laughs> oh, there's this other one. I have to talk about it. I feel like it just like unlocks more memories. She had this poster framed and it was mm-hmm. for an art show, like interestingly. And like the subject of the poster was like one of the paintings of this artist. And mm. it's just like this old man sitting at a table, like playing cards. Like, I don't know. I really like that picture. Like, the colors and the... Just, like, I think his hands. Like, the beauty in his hands. Like, the wrinkle Hmm. and the... Yeah. Just the way they were held was really pleasing. That's cool. Mm -hmm. I really, really like hands. Because they tell a story of, like, how a person has lived and what they've done with themselves. Mm. And I just think that they look super cool. I don't know why, but that's just where... I find the same. I worked with someone this year, and... I, he was like a very talented like fine woodworker mm-hmm. and my favorite thing was just watching the way his hands worked because they're like so large and so thick mm-hmm. but just the way they like worked when he was like cooking with me or like mm-hmm. um like making little things it was mm-hmm. like just like the embodiment of care in huh. the hand it was oh, really that's cool. so cool yeah. because it's like massively powerful yeah hands. it's just super strong and like you just like just do things so like precisely it's really cool Mm -hmm. that's fantastic Mm -hmm. yeah so speaking about family what did your parents teach you that set you up to live well my parents teach me that set me up to live well well i think a lot of things they're very generous people my family Mm -hmm. and very hospitable Mm -hmm. which has set me up to like i think welcome people in a, Mm -hmm. a lot of different ways like i think Growing up, we always had different people living with us. Like, not, like, constantly, but, like, at least, like, a couple times a year. Okay. Have, like, different people live with us. And, like, my parents are, like, just really... I think they take a lot of care in having, like, extra space for people. And, like, <laughs> having food for people. And, like, welcoming people and just giving so easily. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that. And also, like, independence. I think my parents are were really great about like letting me do a lot of stuff at a young age and like just like trusting me so hmm. I think just like from that I learned like how to trust my body at a young age and like how to move through the world as an independent person hmm. which I think has been really helpful so when you say trust your body what do you mean do you mean like trusting your gut or it's like this feels right this feels wrong or yeah that and also just like physical capability like the ability to like ride my bike places and like hike Mm -hmm. and walk and like yeah just how to be like capable I think in a lot of physical ways and like cooking and cleaning and like yeah just (laughs) kind of skill set cool Mm -hmm. yeah so you talked about like hospitality and having people in your life and all that kind of thing Mm -hmm. what are your thoughts on relationships including the one with yourself um, I think they're the most, well, not the most important thing, but, like, I think they just are what give life a lot of joy. Mm-hmm. Friendships, relationships, all of them are really cool. I read this book by C.S. Lewis. It was called The Four Loves. And I, like, okay. really formative in, like, the way I look at relationships. It kind of talked about, like, your, like, friendships and, like, romantic relationships and, like, spiritual relationship. And... Hmm. Um, I wish I'd read it more recently. It's more What's the last mind. one? Uh, like spiritual relationship? Oh, well, you said you listed oh. three. Oh, uh, what is the fourth one? Uh, not <laughs> God? I don't know. That's a great question. <laughs> Parental? Familial? That could be it. I, I don't know. The idea. one that stood out the most to me was the one about friendship. And something okay, that's cool. been really, like, I'm really passionate about. It's like 
the importance and beauty of friendship. Like, the way he described it was, it's, like, the most human of relationships. Like, oh, the first one was familial relationship. It's, like, familial relationship, like, parent-child love. It's, like, you need that to, like, continue the human race, right? Mm -hmm. And then, like, romantic love, you also need that to continue (laughs) the human race. But, like, friendship, everyone can live without friendship, but... Can we you? all, I think you, you can. Like, you could survive without ever having friends. It would you could, suck. The race, like, the human race would continue, and, like, I don't know, life would go on if nobody had friends, but, like, but we have friends, and we love friends, and it's, like, the yeah. most, yeah, it's just, like, this human decision to, like, love people as a friend, and, like, yeah, just encourage each other. That's <laughs> probably my main thought on relationships for friends. Yeah, I just love friends. <laughs> I think they're so important and like so special. Yeah, no. mm-hmm. that's really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Imagine you get the opportunity to give everyone on the planet a single experience. Mm-hmm. It's they get it as a gift. A single, like like a like a tangible experience. Well, it could be intangible. It could be anything. It could okay. be as long as it's something that they experience as a person. It could last two years. It could last two minutes. Okay. But as long as you can describe it as one thing. As one thing. Yeah. Well, I feel like I'm tempted to be like, oh, a best friend. Or... Yeah. <laughs> but like, I don't know, like tangible experiences? I think... It could be a best friend. Yeah. I mean, best friend, I think, is a really like special thing. Like friends mm-hmm. who like would like not just like spend time with but also like help to grow each other and like you know like call each other out on like different flaws you have or like just really mm-hmm. like invest in you as a person mm-hmm. and like yeah like be like that level of friendship where there's like that real honesty i think mm-hmm. especially it becomes apparent when you're like able to like call each other out and like expect better of each other <laughs> i think it's a really cool like you love each other enough to like be like you are great but you could be doing better in like yeah. these ways and like mm-hmm. really just like help them be like aware of themselves mm-hmm. yeah but i think also like everyone should be able to like experience the beauty of nature in mm-hmm. like an un like of the west coast of like Vancouver Island <laughs> it's amazing <laughs> like, yeah, it i think everyone should be able to like see well i mean i think it exists everywhere but just like un unfil- like unfiltered beauty of nature and like be able to see like yeah just an untouched landscape or like not untouched but like just like a yeah like unpolluted or untoxic mm. landscape i think would be a really powerful thing that's right yeah <laughs> yeah but i just love i love nature so hmm. i do too yeah what's your favorite place that you've been favorite place that i've been oh I think places I've been are like special because of like memories, right? Yeah. yeah. And like not like maybe not the most beautiful place or the most like I don't know, exciting place. But when I was uh younger, me and my friends, we would like we had this like strange obsession with bushwhacking. Because our older brothers would go like bushwhacking, which hmm. just involved them like running around with machetes and <laughs> like cutting things down in the national park. <laughs> now, that, now that I think about it, it's terrible. But <laughs> we loved it. I like I loved the idea of it. I always wanted to go. But anyways, they made this trail down to this beach 
And I think, like, when I was, like, 12 or 13, it was like, okay, I guess you can, like, go with your friends. And I remember going, like, with my friends, with our, like, brother's machetes and, like, hiking down to this beach. And, I mean, it's a pretty beautiful place, but, like, it's not, I don't know, it's not, like, earth-shatteringly beautiful, but, like, to me, it's, like, my favorite place because it's, hmm. I don't know, it's, like, that first taste of freedom. We, like, went down there and we, like, built it up, like, a beautiful beach fire and, like, picked like mussels from the rocks and steamed them and then later found out that it was red tide season maybe we should have died but who knows <laughs> and, like we ran around like swam and like yeah just like those like first like sweet moments of like, yeah just like freedom and like becoming like your own person apart from your family hmm. but like just taking place on that beach and so like that's really special to me okay yeah <laughs> that's really cool mm-hmm Mm-hmm. the moments that changes are kind of weird like you don't know when they're going to show up or how yeah. they're going to show up yeah. but then when you look back you're like oh my goodness <laughs> yeah wow. you just came your own a little bit there huh. yeah it's cool so mm-hmm. part of part of becoming an individual is making decisions how do you think about decision making or like setting priorities hmm. i think I try really hard to not think that any decision is a very massive decision. Okay. I try really hard to think like that every decision, no matter what, is it's all going to be okay. Hmm. And I really try to not think of my life as like already planned out or like predestined. I think mm-hmm. like I think that decisions are like really personal and real mm-hmm. and like but, like, they can go so many different ways. And, like, I really believe that, like, everything is going to be okay. Okay. And so when I think about decisions, I just try to, like, I don't know, like, just try to make, like, the right decision in the moment. But with always with the mindset that I can change my mind and I can go back okay. and I can, like, do, okay. I can fix things and I okay. can work on things. Yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. So it's like a choose your own adventure, but you know that the ending is a good one. Yeah, at least I'd hope to, I'd like to think so. And yeah, like, not that no choices are really set in stone, I don't think. And Hmm. like, you can, yeah, you can work on things in your life and you can change things. And like, Mm -hmm. it's not a series of like left or rights. It's more of Hmm. like a meandering kind of river, maybe. Yeah, and if you want to do a loop, you can. (laughs) Yeah, you can always circle back, try again. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's always fine. Hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I think Mm -hmm. that that's one thing that, like the society that we live in that it pushes on us that things should be linear your life should be linear Mm -hmm. and that it's just should be like in a specific direction and you you decide Mm -hmm. you're going this way and then you go that way and Mm -hmm. if you decide to change your mind that's bad yeah like you wasted your time or something yeah Yeah. (laughs) i don't believe in wasting time (laughs) well i guess you can you could but i think there's a lot of ways to use your time well Mm -hmm. and the like the outcome isn't necessarily what matters so much right No, no, I don't think so. <laughs> so it's more, uh, it's yeah. like walking down the path and it's okay if you go in circles like four times. Yeah. And then you keep going. Yeah, yeah. I also feel like that when I'm hiking. Like, I feel like I can never really get lost. Because, like, how, how are you really lost when there's no trail? <laughs> 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 yeah, but maybe that's 
I don't know. Maybe I'm gonna get lost one day. I'll change my mind. <laughs> I'll see. <laughs> They'll just be like, "Oh, where am I?" I'm in the depths. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I guess that's hitting rock bottom. Maybe. Mm. Maybe that's a yeah, part well, of your trail, anyways. <laughs> yeah. Well, everybody says the rock bottom is where you start building things, right? Yeah. Gotta find that firm foundation. <laughs> <laughs> nothing like the rocks for that mm-hmm. well i work in construction so that's what we would do we'd that's find the rocks yeah find the solid dirt probably yeah makes sense <laughs> okay let's bounce to another one that's yeah. completely unconnected i just won't ask it for the fun of it so what's the smallest easiest thing that you've done that has made your life noticeably better smallest easiest thing i've done hmm Probably riding my bike everywhere. Okay. <laughs> I think so many benefits. I feel great all the mm-hmm. time. I like get exercise and like it's like a little like mental break. Like in between my different like mm-hmm. engagements, it's like I just get my yeah. little alone time on my bike with mm-hmm. my music and like. Cool. Yeah, like that would probably be like the smallest thing, but nice. I can't when I don't have my bike. I feel so sad, so lost. And when I ride the bus. I feel terrible. <laughs> just like, oh, it's so busy. It, like, smells bad. You're hot. Mm. You, like, feel a little, like, sick. <laughs> just, like, in a daze. <laughs> yeah. Because like, I love the bus. Oh, I hate the bus. <laughs> it's, like, nothing I hate more. Like, I've... There's been so many times where I've, like, biked with, like, ridiculous amounts of backpacks just to not ride the bus. <laughs> like, when I moved on to the boat, I, like... Or no, when I moved off the boat, I biked all the way back from downtown on my roommate's crappy cruiser bike with, like, this huge backpack with, like, three bags hanging off and, like, all my sheets and bedding, like, trapezed <laughs> over it. <laughs> just, like, that would have been an amazing I looked, sight. I looked very homeless, but <laughs> it was okay. doesn't matter. <laughs> I didn't regret it too much. <laughs> <laughs> too much? A little bit. Like, probably should have bust. I was like, eh. Didn't want to. I'm already here. I have my bike. <laughs> that would have made an amazing picture. Yeah, downtown Vic, little cruiser bike, orange backpack. Yeah. <laughs> Sheets trailing out the back. Yeah, like, like, ping. I brought my, like, childhood duvet on the boat. It was, like, a oh. penguin duvet just, like, trapped over my backpack. And, yeah. Oh my Anyways, goodness, that's tangent. amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, big tangent. Big tangent, but yeah, riding my bike. Honestly. Yeah. Because <laughs> tangents are what conversations are for, right? Yeah. The journey. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay so like the way that i think about making decisions personally just going to my way of thinking about it is i uh i think about them in terms of bets it's like i'm gonna put this much in and i'm kind of hoping that it'll go there Mm -hmm. but all things considered i have to believe that it is worth what what i could get out of it has to be worth what i put into it okay so what do you believe is worth betting on hmm like, what do I think, like, is worth putting energy into in terms energy of output? Energy into money, into oh. time, into... And, like, an expectation of reward, in a way? Sort of in an expectation of reward. Okay. Or, like, what's worth spending your time on? What's worth spending your time on? Or your energy on, or your money on. What's worth yeah. spending on? What's worth spending? Hmm. I think making things. I okay. think working hard to learn new things. I think... Yeah, anything that grows you as a person is worth spending your money your money on. I don't think things or like possessions, but yeah, like if you want to learn a skill, mm-hmm. 
that's really worth it. Even if you, like, don't ever make money off of it, but, mm-hmm. like, you can, like, get joy. Or, like, gardening. Mm-hmm. Like, that kind of Very stuff. Cool. <laughs> I don't know. I, like... What's something you, you've, like, put energy into? What's something oh. you bet on? What's something that Maybe I bet ex- on? Maybe an example. Oh, for me, it's, yeah. it's mostly really good friends. Okay. And it's just putting a lot of time into people that I care a lot about. Mm-hmm. And just, like, a prime example is... I have a younger brother... I really care about him mm-hmm. and I intentionally try to spend time with him mm-hmm. and intentionally try to build a relationship with him. And it's not that I'm planning out how we're going to interact mm-hmm. or any s- silly thing like that, mm-hmm. but it's just, I know that if I'm there with him for a long period of time, mm-hmm. I heard this recently, um, quantity times the prerequisite for quality time. Okay. That's true. Yeah. yeah you so... have to like, yeah, build that trust. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, so it's, yeah. for me, it's making the time mm-hmm. so that we can really grow closer to each other because he's one of my favorite people in the world. Oh, that's awesome. So. Yeah, I think I agree with you. Yeah, people, people are always worth it. Or, yeah, yeah and making time to, like, serve people in, like, nice ways. Yeah. I'm trying to make more time to, like, clean my house this year and <laughs> cook and that kind yeah. of stuff yeah. yeah my favorite thing to do is like one of my favorite things is to cook for people mm-hmm. like i love making people dinner mm. and it's like especially if i do it good oh, it's, it has to be good mm-hmm. or else it's just depressing isn't yeah it? it's depressing if you don't make a good like, dinner i'm a failure to you and myself right now mm-hmm. <laughs> i wanted to give you something delicious to eat and when you do it feels so good yeah it's satisfying yes it very feels good I love that. That's something I worth, think is worth putting time into. Yeah, I know the feeling. Yeah, good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a very, very, very good feeling. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> so I need to figure out what to do next. And mm. I think that what comes next is a book of rules. You get to write some rules for life, Kate. Rules for life? Or suggestions, just or guidelines. Suggestions? Some things that you would say if you're trying to teach somebody else how to live well. Oh, okay. Hmm. I think one of my guiding principles is just don't be an asshole. That's <laughs> <laughs> usual. It's like, if you're like, always be considerate. Always, mm-hmm. like, I think it's so important to try and walk lightly hmm. in life. Like, okay. I think, yeah, I don't know how I feel about saying like a series of don'ts other than don't be an asshole. But, well, it could like, also be do's. Yeah, do's. Yeah, I think like, like, do really, like, take care of what you're doing. Like, really, like, be thoughtful about, okay. like, how you treat people, how you treat the planet, like, mm-hmm. how you consume goods, and how mm-hmm. you, like, leave your waste. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, just being really, yeah, just walking really lightly, like, the way you eat mm-hmm. and the way you treat people. I think it's, like, it's like in the little things that mm-hmm. make a life good. Yeah. <laughs> so kind of like being fully present in all things. Mm-hmm. That'd be so cool. It's a really, really cool feeling when you're like, oh my goodness, I'm completely here. Mm-hmm. And I'm completely here for the per- people that I'm with and for the place that I'm with. Yeah. And I'm completely here for me too. Yeah. I think, yeah, I'm like never taking that for granted. And like, <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Just like valuing everything as precious. Like see everything as preciously made and hmm. walk lightly upon it yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. gratitude is like whenever i start feeling nasty well i mean mentally gross yeah but i'm like 
oh my goodness, got to do that, got to do that. I'm being, when I start being a jerk to myself, yeah. <laughs> then I just say, Simon, what are you thankful for today? Yeah. And then I run down a list and I'm like, oh my goodness, life is so much better. Life is so much better. Yeah. There's so much to be like thankful for and so much to look and just see the beauty in, I think. Mm-hmm. Especially good, when we're <laughs> surrounded by such a cool place, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's really cool. Just for like mm-hmm. those of you who are listening and you don't know where we are, we're on Vancouver Island and specifically often the University of Victoria, which means a lot of trees and a lot of wonderful outdoorsiness, yeah. which is very, very nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and the sun sets and the sun rises. Hmm. I'm finding when I wake yeah. up at seven and the sun is rising. Yeah. It's just... yeah. I wake up at six, so... Yeah, why? <laughs> for this. For this. <laughs> yeah. Do a little podcasting in the morning. <laughs> yes, for my podcasting in the morning. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's what I do. Mm, that's good. I, yeah. Not for me. <laughs> Not for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Makes yeah. sense. Mm-hmm. Okay. I have not let the people who are listening know who you are at all, Kate. They're completely confused by you. You're a blank slate in their minds. Oh. Would you be willing to tell a few stories about yourself that characterize you? Um, maybe. Sometimes I feel like I could be like kind of like not the most like self-aware of like who I am as a person. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't like. I guess like some like stories would be like I'm from Vancouver Island and. I like to be outside quite a lot. Mm-hmm. I spend a lot of time riding my bike and hiking. And this last summer, I was working as the head chef on a tall ship schooner called the Pacific Swift that took 13 to 25-year-olds sailing all the way around Vancouver Island mm-hmm. um, in, like, 10-day stints. So, yeah, I spent my summer... Like sailing up to Port Hardy and then down to Ukulet and to all the beautiful places. Um, but yeah, I don't know. There's, I wouldn't say there's any like specific stories that like say who I am. I think I've done a lot of like strange things. But as a person, I, I think there's this one song I've heard. It's by John Mark Pantana. I don't know if you've ever I heard of him. I don't know that one. He's like a like Christian artist. Anyways. Um, and there's one line that says, like, I'm found in everything that you did for me, like, meaning God and Jesus, mm-hmm. and nothing more. And I think that really resonates for me. I think, like, myself as a person, the only thing that could really tell you is true is, like, I'm found, and my worth is in, and my personhood is in, that I am, like, created by God and redeemed by God. Okay. Mm-hmm. So in order for people to know you, they need to know God. Yeah, I think so. But, like, you can know me. I just think I'm not the most self-aware. And that's the only, like, truth I could really hold on to. It's <laughs> like, if you ask me about myself, I guess I could give a light overview. But not, I don't know. It's hard to know yourself Yeah. in that in the way that other people know you, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. It's kind of hard to put a person into words. Yeah. It's like I've tried on occasion and I'm always like, okay, 
my person that I put into words is that I am more than a person that can be put into words. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Especially yourself, because you're always going to be a little blind to, like, some of your faults or maybe some of your strengths. And, like, mm-hmm. it's hard to give, like, an accurate description of who you are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, words are often... Words are often not good enough for the things that really <laughs> matter, and that's when you want them to work. Exactly. <laughs> but then they don't, and you're like, oh, shoot. Yeah, could be good. I don't know. <laughs> I've got stories, but <laughs> I don't know what they'd say about me. <laughs> okay, well, then uh, we can leave those out. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you want to know something specific, but <laughs> oh, this is more general. Mm-hmm. At another time, you can tell me. Mm-hmm. Me and Kate are friends, by the way. So, let's go on to speaking about another imaginary scenario that I really like. Mm. This is probably my favorite imaginary scenario. Mm. So you get to design a class that everyone has to take in high school in grade twelve. Oh. <laughs> what oh. would the class be? <laughs> what would the class be? Man, how do you know? What does everybody need to know? Maybe like, okay, I was at a party once and there was a guy there who was in Montreal and he was designing a class called, what was it? It was a class specifically to combat toxic masculinity. Oh. It was a class for boys to like show that or like to try and like teach them like healthy ways to like exist as okay. a man a man in the society i don't know okay. i thought that was really interesting i don't know what that would look like or like mm. how that would fit in like a kind of world where like gender norms are changing mm-hmm. which i think would be a really cool thing to think about but just like maybe yeah class maybe just specifically on like living as like a really kind human being <laughs> like maybe yeah but also kindness 101 yeah kindness 101 but yeah, maybe, especially, I think, for guys, there's, like, a lot of, it's hard to, like, I don't know, I feel like there's a lot of, like, also for girls, like, role models are, like, mm-hmm. hard to find sometimes, and, like, hmm. just combating, combating that would be, hmm. I don't know, he he described it really well, it was really funny, we was in, like, Campbell River, and we were in this room, it was called the Yellow Room, it just felt like you were inside an egg yolk, everything is yellow, <laughs> <laughs> he, oh, it was so cool, I wish I remembered it better now. Hmm. But, yeah, just, like, class about, like, yeah, just having, like, different men, like, talk to, like, mentor, like, teenage boys about, Hmm. like, treating women well and, like, being (laughs) nice and, like, I don't know, just combating that, like, toxicity that exists. Okay. So, how do you define toxic masculinity? I'm just curious. Well, I think as a woman, this Mm -hmm. is my outside perspective, but (laughs) (laughs) I think this idea that, like, um... The, like, male identity has all of these, like, boxes you need to, like, Mm -hmm. check to, like, be still, like, a, like, a, that fit that social, um, set definition of the male gender, which I think has a lot of, like, negative, or, like, not negative, but just, like, maybe, like, unhealthy, like, things, like, like, not being able to, like, be in touch with, like, emotions or, like, Mm -hmm. being considered, like, anything that isn't, like, um, stereotypically masculine to be, like, feminine, therefore negative, like, Mm -hmm. yeah, (laughs) just, like, being, like, just, like, changing, I think, like, making the definition of what it means to be, like, male, like, just a lot broader, like, a lot more, Mm -hmm. like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I really like that. (laughs) I personally dislike boxes. 
mm -hmm. for anybody because yeah. people don't people... belong in boxes. Yeah, yeah. I know. Now I want to look it up. He was a cool guy. <laughs> <laughs> See if anything became of it. I'm just like what? What was in Montreal? Yeah, it was cool. <laughs> Interesting. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that's uh, toxic masculinity. That's an issue with society at large. Mm -hmm. Imagine you get to change one thing about our present society. Mm -hmm. What would the change be? I think... Hmm. I think... I'd want us to not value ourselves in what we look like or what we've done. Hmm. I think... Our, like, self-worth self is so based in, like, yeah, that linear progression. Or, like, it isn't, I don't know, it seems like it can be. I don't think that's, like, a general rule, but I think that's, like, a lot of pressure. Also, I would really wish that phones were not a thing. <laughs> I think they are. I mean, I think they're so helpful, but... I think that's so damaging and mm -hmm. so powerfully damaging, mm -hmm. not just in like phone addiction, mm -hmm. but like in like stirring up war. Like, mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, I just, so just like revert to flip phones. Yeah. Yeah. It was so sad when I was on the boat, the kids would like come on, they'd all be like really close and like be sitting around the table talking to each other. And then we'd like get back into service and they'd all just like sit there on their phones together which oh. was just really weird to look at. I don't like that. And at heartbreaking all. at the same time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I agree. I agree. Hi, hi, hi. Yeah, it's just so heartbreaking. Uh, yeah. Wow. Because like Oof. a phone can be like a massive thing, massive barrier to relationship, right? Yeah. If you want to make good friends, you don't. A phone can be helpful. Mm -hmm. But if there's people around you, it's easier to do it without it, right? Yeah. Yeah. I know. I guess it's, like, hard. We're all so spread out geographically that it's, like, really helpful to be able to be in contact instantly. But I, yeah, I think there's a lot of value in the, like, day-to-day -day interaction. So mm -hmm. it's sad that that's harder and harder to, like, tap into. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's, uh, that's paired with individualism. At least I see that. So it's, like, it's the idea that my life is localized within me and it doesn't involve the people that are all around me it's like when i go to the store i'm not gonna have a relationship with the person that i see there because i probably won't see them ever again mm -hmm. but who knows you could have an interesting conversation with them and you could show them that you appreciate that they're mm -hmm. putting things on the shelves or checking you through or anything that they're doing mm -hmm. and yeah. just having like positive interactions with the people around you by existing in a world that doesn't it only exist with you <laughs> yeah yeah we are all together yeah <laughs> Cool. Mm -hmm. So we only got a few more. Oh, sweet. <laughs> I hope it's not that big. <laughs> I'm just thinking of falafels. I kind of got hungry like halfway through, but I'm fine. Don't okay. Worry. Don't worry. Yes. Okay. I can give you toast before you leave. Oh, would you really? Yeah. That'd be, wow, lovely. Okay. 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 <laughs> Let's get back to it. So then we can be done extra mm -hmm. super quick. What do you believe is worth fighting for? What is worth fighting for? So many things. <laughs> I don't think there's anything that, if you care about it, isn't worth fighting for. I okay. think, like, in the broad sense, love, friendships, the environment. Mm -hmm. But also, like, everyday little things. Like, it's mm -hmm. worth fighting for, like, 
your own like personal space and it's mm-hmm. worth fighting for like your garden to be like beautiful and growing and like <laughs> I think it's you put yeah just everything <laughs> putting effort into everything that matters but, yeah everything you care about it's worth fighting for better grades or like yeah just better lives <laughs> for other people too okay mm-hmm. so basically be an active participant in your own life don't just be passive yeah completely yeah. it's really tough to be active all the time though it is it is hard yeah i guess maybe that's where you can like hmm. <laughs> actively rest <laughs> actively rest yeah i've been trying to do that it's kind of great you're like i will be going to bed at night today <laughs> <laughs> on purpose <laughs> and you can't stop me <laughs> it's like you can stop me because my door opens onto the living room and it's loud but <laughs> <laughs> oh, <oof. laughs> well (laughs) just gotta do what you gotta do right yeah yeah i think yeah i think you should actively rest i think you should be active yeah was it passivity is the opposite of wait oh no apathy is the opposite opposite of of love yeah yeah that's i think that sums it up pretty well (laughs) huge reframe yeah i've been thinking about for a long time yeah i think apathy is really important to fight against (laughs) i imagine Mm -hmm. so you've been to a few pretty cool places including europe and new zealand and all that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. what give you the where'd you find the guts and the motivation to go about such adventures well (laughs) when i was in high school i i think mostly motivated by pride (laughs) i was like (laughs) I need to do really cool things. (laughs) Yeah. So kind of maybe bad motives, but (laughs) that's probably where I found it. I think, yeah, honestly, I really did want to be like, I had this big idea. It's like, I need to do cool stuff and I need to like work like hard to like be independent at a young age and like do these amazing things. And like, Mm -hmm. yeah, maybe like, have a bad motivation um but i did do some cool stuff so (laughs) i don't know (laughs) and then like through the cool stuff did you come to realize that maybe it it doesn't make you any cooler of a person but like you do just have a lot of fun so maybe it was like yeah i think yeah like it was there's like so many fun things i got to do and like Hmm. they're not the best like they're not these amazing stories like it's like the small things i got to do that was really like just the most fun and like yeah it was really cool that's really interesting so like considering that there are these places it's the small things that make the difference have you noticed that like the small things that make the difference are occurring like as often when you're just like living or what people exactly. call a regular life yeah is when you're in the really cool places yeah is that I the case no i think yeah like being in new zealand like it was like it sounds cool it's like oh yeah i biked around new zealand mm-hmm. but so is my life in victoria like, all these cool little things. Like, in New Zealand, what was amazing was, like, camping on the beach and swimming in the ocean and eating, like, really amazing ice cream and just, like, being, yeah, actively involved with beautiful things. And, like, that's what I, like, that's what I want to do here. That's what I'm doing here. Like, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. So, yeah, I guess maybe it was, like, yeah, I really wanted to do those things to, like, be cool, but, like, saying oh i biked around new zealand doesn't like it's not like that much satisfaction in that but Hmm. like the memories i have are like really sweet and like yeah 
And I still have I'm still making those memories. So it's not like that big of a deal, I guess, to have biked around and like done cool stuff. Mm-hmm. It's like the everyday action that is okay. maybe the sweet thing. I don't think it takes a lot of guts to bike around New Zealand. You just have to go for it. So <laughs> <laughs> okay. it's, it's pretty much the same as living here. <laughs> it's like well, pretty much the same as being homeless here. Because what's the difference between as a biker and a homeless person? Not much. I don't know. <laughs> It's just, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't think it took guts. Yeah. It's just kind of just going about a normal life somewhere else. Yeah, exactly. exactly. And the cool things exist in all places. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Haven't thought about it that way. But I guess it's the idea is like the grass is always greener on the other side, right? Yeah. So it's like you imagine being somewhere else and you're like, oh, that's going to be so cool. And then when you get there, you're like, oh. It is really cool, but <laughs> it's not. It's really cool here, too. Yeah. Like, life is cool everywhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just realize how amazing yeah. existing is. Yeah. It's not bad. It's not <laughs> a bad life. Yeah. At least as far as I know, it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you have any thoughts specifically on money, work, or business? Money, work, or business? I well, think... and, or... <laughs> and, or business. <laughs> I think work is very much so work i think Hmm. i don't believe in i don't know i think maybe i'm just a little jaded after working and not having work-life balance but i think work Hmm. is something you go to to make money so that you can live in this capitalist society (laughs) 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 i yeah i don't think at least the jobs i've worked i don't find like a lot of like, like, I think your job can be really meaningful, but I think mm-hmm. using your job as an ends to, like, try and live a meaningful life is also very common and, like, a prevalent thing. Like, I don't yeah. see my life playing out centered around a job. Like, that's never mm. been a big deal to me. I yeah. think money is, like, a means, and the, or, like, the job is a means to, to money, money, which is not the end, but also the means to life, which is maybe the end, right? Yeah. Well, it's like, what more to there is, what's there more to living is there than living? Yeah, exactly. So, I just, yeah, I don't think, I don't think job, having a job is that central to my life. Like, what job I work, I don't hmm. think it's like a big, big deal to me. I think hmm. it's more my coworkers or my life outside my job. Hmm. Yeah, I think it's really important to have work-life balance. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah. I really want to try being a waiter because I think it'd be fun. Being a waiter? Yeah. Just chatting? Yeah, just chatting. Making those mad tips. Making the mad tips. <laughs> it's all about the tips. You go in because you're like, I want to like meet people. And then you're like, tips, tub. <laughs> it's all my roommates wait or waiter, waitress. And they're like, man, I made 300 bucks last night. I was like, that is the line of work I should be in. <laughs> <laughs> no key. Yeah, they all work at like the keg and like Canadian brew house and they make cash. Wow. Mm-hmm. Impressive. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now it's time for the last question. Mm-hmm. Imagine I forget everything that you've ever told me. Yeah. And I only remember this one thing. What's one the one thing. thing that you think Simon should remember? Everything's going to be okay. Hello everyone, it's Simon. I know you thought you were done with me, but I've still got a few things to say. The first is thank you. I really appreciate that you're taking the time to listen to my conversations, and I hope that they're adding value to your lives. 
The second is that if you're enjoying the podcast and want to support me in what I'm doing, you can do that in a few ways. The first is by subscribing on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. The second is by subscribing to my email newsletter. This can be found by going to my website, learningfromhumanity.com, scrolling down to the section titled Interviews, and filling out the form titled Want to Hear About New Content. The third way you can help me out is by following me on Instagram at learningfromhumanity. The mailing list and Instagram are similar in that those are the places where you will hear about cool new content. News of anything new will be shared via those channels. The final and most important way you can help me out is by suggesting a guest. The guests that I'm looking for are the old and the bold. The old are those who are 65 plus and can look back at their life and say, I have something to teach others about living well based on what I've learned over my years. The other category, the bold, consists of people like me, like you, maybe a few years younger, maybe up to the age of 35, who are actively trying to live the best life they can and have something to show for it. I'm not picky about who I interview, as long as they fit into those categories. It could be you, it could be your grandma, it could be your best friend who does uh, roller skating professionally or makes really, really cool YouTube videos. I don't know who I'm going to interview, and I'm excited to find out. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you for putting up with me gabbering on for so long. And I hope you have a great day.